0: This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Power Breakfast with TT, weekdays 6 to 9 a.m. on Power 98.7. All right. So the rights of immigrant and undocumented women and children to access free healthcare in South Africa will be put to the test in a court challenge launched by Section Twenty Seven in the Gauteng High Court in Johannesburg uh, in December 2019. Two-year-old Sibusiso uh, Ngobe died of poisoning after he was refused treatment at Charlotte Maxeke Hospital because his Zimbabwean mother. Could not instantly produce his birth certificate or pay 5,000 rand. According to section 27, this was not an isolated incident. According to, uh, yeah, this was not an isolated um incident. Let's speak to legal researcher at uh, section 27, um, Mbali Baduza, joining us on the line. Ooh, Mbali, going where angels <laughs> fear to tread on this one, hey? Indeed.
1: So good morning to you and your listeners.
0: Let's start maybe by laying the groundwork with like what exactly the law says around the provision of health care.
1: So in terms of Section 27 of the Constitution, everyone has the right to access health care services. And this includes reproductive health rights. Then the National Health Act strengthens this right in terms of Section 4 and says that subject to any condition prescribed by the minister, the state must provide free services to pregnant women, lactating women and children under the age of six, except in instances where um, they are on medical aid. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Now, you
0: know. The, as I was saying, you know, you are, this one is highly contentious, of course, because there is a perception, and I think somewhat, I, I think that perception can also, um, to some, is somewhat digestified to say that if you do provide uh, medical care, uh, free health care, I think the, because the important thing here is uh, about free health care, not just uh, mm-hmm. health care. If you provide it to everybody, all in sundry, regardless of where they are status, whether they status, whether they're in the country legally or not, um is that you run the risk that uh, you are putting a strain on the system and that South Africans, who ordinarily should be prioritized, will not be able to access such systems because the system is collapsing.
1: Mm. So we're unsure why uh, in Gauteng this new policy exists that excludes foreign foreign nationals or people who are not documented. Uh, The government hasn't yet responded to our papers. But there's a significant history that we must understand or a significant context that we also must understand is that pregnant women and children under six are a particularly vulnerable category mm. of persons and deserve protection. And the law has sought to do that mm. by providing them free health care services. This is because there are inherent risks at this particular stage in a woman's life and that of children. So for example, the antenatal period is important to track risks um, or risk factors like Mm. HIV and hypertension that can affect uh, pregnant women and the fetus. For children, the age under six is an important stage of development. Mm. And as a country, we have made great strides in reducing maternal and child morbidity and mortality. Mm. And a policy that excludes them Um, is going to just take us backwards. And honestly, Tabi, so this is a matter of life and death, and it needs immediate redress. And the position in law is clear, and it seems Deng has sought to traverse that. Away from the law, though, I mean, from
0: an ethical point of view, just an ethics point of view, can anyone be denied medical uh, um, assistance uh, when when they need it? I mean, particularly in the case Mm. of uh, emergencies.
1: No, they cannot. So Section uh, 27.3 of the Constitution says no one can be denied emergency health care. And we are supported in our application by, uh, by doctors, so Doctors Without Borders and the South African HIV Clinician Society who have also found themselves between a rock and a hard place because they are confronted with a situation where they need to treat patients who Mm. need help but then have to turn them away because of an unlawful administrative barrier. So what we are seeing here is an unconstitutional state of affairs that benefits nobody.
0: Are these the, the, these barriers that you speak of um, that are placed there in the way uh, of um, uh, you know medical practitioners and so forth? Are they created by the hospitals themselves? Is it a, provis- a provincial regulation that stops them from giving services to um, what are you know migrants? Mm.
1: So it comes from the Department of of Health, the Gauteng Department of Health, through a circular that then uh, changed into regulation and policy, mm. which excludes certain categories of people and hospitals. Therefore, have to enforce it. Um, the, the The issue here, though, is that the regulations and the policies are. Are confused and confusing mm. because they are incapable of. Uh, sorry, they are capable of being interpreted in a number of different ways. Mm. And what is being practiced is that it only gives services to uh, certain types of people, which is contrary to what the national law says. So, how Deng can't just make up or uh, promulgate laws that are contrary to national law and the, and the constitution.
0: And I mean, who did makes the determination, for example, where they say somebody must put down a deposit or must pay up front, who uh, makes the determination of what those fees are?
1: So this is why the case is against uh, the MEC of uh, Health, of mm. Deng, the Director General, and broadly, uh, because it's of national interest, the, the minister and also the, the hospital, Charlotte MacLeod, Johannesburg Academic Hospital, uh, because they are implementing this policy. But what happens is that when um, a patient goes into the hospital, they are they are they are taken to the administrative uh, building where they are then charged a certain fee using a fee structure mm. fee structure that was determined uh, by the province.
0: What about the practice of um, which is uh, you know uh, anecdotally people tell you has become commonplace mm. where. Uh, People would uh, literally, or pregnant women would literally cross the border soon, shortly before, or or quite close to their time of delivering, just so they can come and have a child and give birth to a child in South Africa in the hope of securing, um, you know, South African citizenship. It's a practice that is also not unique to South Africa, by uh, by the way. It happens Mm. in uh, the United States, in Europe, and all of that. What about that practice? Surely that's unlawful.
1: Um. And goes contrary
0: to to the spirit of the law rather than being unlawful in itself.
1: Mm. As soon as you're in in the country, you have the right to access the services. But the cases you mentioned, um, we are aware of, they are anecdotal, uh, but in our particular case, we are dealing with people who have been in the country for Mm. quite some time. Mm. Uh, But the issue around migration um, and the issue around why people come into the country um cannot be a justification as to why persons can't access mm. a right when they have it, and one that we have mm. as a country decided um, is important, particularly for vulnerable people.
0: Mm. And by the way, we used to have a situation, I know certainly it was an issue back in the 90s and in the early noughties, where... Um, private hospitals would have this uh, thing of uh, denying people who didn't have medical aid treatment, mm. or where an ambulance wouldn't even uh, pick you up at the scene of an accident if you didn't have medical aid. Uh, I know mm. that has since changed, but what exactly is the law or the practice around that now?
1: Well, if it's an emergency case, um, uh, uh, um an, e- an EMS, whether it's private or, mm. or, or public, has to take someone to the hospital because, uh, like we said earlier, Section 273 of the Constitution says that um, you know everybody should get access to emergency services. That includes in the private sector, mm. um, and, and that's, that's the position as we stand.
0: All right, thanks so much. I will watch this one with keen interest. Legal researcher uh, at Section 27, Bali Padusa. Thanks so much for your time. Thank you, Time for the latest news at 7 o'clock. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za
1: or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.